What's up, everybody? Welcome back to She's on the List. I'm your host, Lib Charette, and I gotta say, I'm pretty caffeinated today, and I feel like that's coming out in my speech pattern. So this is gonna be a pretty interesting episode as I ramble on. So bear with me. Buckle in. It's gonna be a wild ride. (laughs) I am super stoked for today's episode because, as you see from the title, we're gonna be talking all about the history of red lipstick. And I don't think you guys would believe just how complex this history actually is, dating back to over 2500 BC. It symbolized a bunch of different things from really great to not so great. The makeup junkie and history nerd in me is totally freaking out about all of the things that I've learned about this. And I got to say, all I want to do now is sport a red lipstick. And trust me, after this episode, I think you're going to feel the same. But first, the little catch up of the week. I feel like it's actually been a minute since we've done a little catch up. Last week, we did the first guest list episode with my manager, Adria Delon, which was so much fun. So I hope you guys enjoyed that style of podcast. As both a podcast host and a podcast listener, it's fun to sort of switch things up. So be on the lookout for more guest list episodes in the future. But for now, you got little old me today. What can I say? I mean, I've been keeping busy the last couple of weeks. It's always a wild ride. And whenever I go to press record on the podcast, I'm always like, what the heck did I do? It's all a blur. (laughs) I've been in the studio. That's one fun thing that I'm really excited to share. And with that, of course, you know that new music is in the works and potentially coming really soon. So I'm so excited about that. I really feel creatively that I'm really in that sweet spot and really just feeling my stride right now as far as songwriting. And I've just really been loving what I've been creating. And that is such an exciting thing. I feel like that just takes time too. Like for a while, I was loving what I was creating, but it didn't maybe necessarily feel like songs that I would put out as an artist myself, like maybe it would fit somebody else a little bit more. But I really feel like in the last year and a half to two years, I've really started to hit my stride as a songwriter. And that's such an exciting thing to feel because for a while, songwriting to me was sort of one of those things that I felt took its time to really develop. And not that I wasn't good at it before, but I think just really getting to know myself as a person and as an artist the last few years, I've learned so much about myself and I've become way more confident in who I am and what I want to say. And I think that has definitely translated into my songwriting and in my storytelling. And it's a really empowering thing to feel. And I'm just really, really excited for everything that I've been creating and everything that's about to come out. So be on the lookout for some updates really soon. I'm so excited. I can't wait to share with you all of the exciting news and all of the things that we have planned. You'll be the first to know if you follow me on Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. Let's be friends if we're not friends already. (laughs) 
Other than writing a lot, being in the studio, I've also been playing lots of live shows, so that's been a lot of fun. been playing some writer's rounds here in town. I played Grindhouse Nashville last week, which was a blast, and then I got to play Roundabout Rounds just this past Monday, and it was such a crazy crowd. It was so much fun. I love playing Live Oak because the sound is just so great, and believe it or not, on a Monday... It's actually quite crazy in there. I couldn't believe it. I don't think you could have fit another person in that bar. I got to play with my good friend Peyton Smith, who's an awesome writer here in town and an awesome artist. I also played with Cooper Allen, who's a huge TikTok star, if you guys are familiar with him. He's got something like 5 million TikTok followers or something crazy like that. He played lots of fun songs and just really got the crowd going. And Hallie Kearns, who is another really talented artist in town. So it was overall such a blast. As far as life updates as a whole, not too much to report. I feel like I've been so career focused. And honestly, I don't think anybody in my life would be super surprised about that. But honestly, I've just really been loving life lately. I don't know how to describe it. I think I've really just been feeling so inspired, creative, and just hopeful, I guess. And that's kind of always a nice thing for me to feel because I feel like I've always been a person that has been so rational in thinking, in a sense, which has always sort of fought against the creative side of being an artist. I've always been a very like practical type person and a very realistic, I guess, type person. And it's been nice to just kind of be enjoying the whole process, trying to not overthink. That is always the downside for me is overthinking things. And I'm trying really hard these days to just sort of let that go and really enjoy the moment because I think I've said this on the podcast before, but it's so true and it's something that I always have to remind myself of is to enjoy the whole process, enjoy the whole journey because the destination is the journey itself. And I know sometimes that is a really hard thing to practice and actually believe. I'm just really trying to, you know, enjoy my time and it's been really, really nice just sort of enjoying the view, I guess. Anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about makeup, shall we? And more specifically, red lipstick, because I don't know about you, but there's something about red lipstick that just makes me feel like a boss. Like I've got my, for lack of a better term, shit together. And there's a reason for this. There's actually a historical reason for this, and we're going to dive into it today. This is Read My Lips, The Hype, Heft, and History of Red Lipstick. Give a girl the right lipstick and she can conquer the world. If you're a makeup junkie like me, this is a quote that you've probably heard before and live by. (laughs) For centuries, that right shade of lipstick has been the perfect bold red lip. From legendary Hollywood bombshells like Marilyn Monroe to Elizabeth Taylor to even rock and roll legends like the Rolling Stones and their iconic logo, or even fictional characters like Betty Boop, Ursula the Sea Witch in The Little Mermaid, and Jessica Rabbit. Artists like Christina Aguilera, Gwen Stefani, 
Rihanna, the list goes on. Sporting a classic red lip is just a daring look worn by people with a certain level of self-assurance and the confidence to leave their mark on every coffee cup, wine glass, or martini glass they sip on. I've been obsessed with makeup since before I could even talk, honestly, and even more specifically obsessed with lipstick and lip glosses. Some of my earliest memories involve watching my mom putting on her makeup in the bathroom mirror and just kind of obsessing over all of the really beautiful products that she had in her Bobbi Brown makeup bag. <laughs> I used to steal all of her lipsticks and her lip glosses, and back then, the lip glosses specifically had these little bristles that were almost like a little paintbrush, so when you tried to put the applicator back into the lip gloss tube, sometimes these little bristles would sort of stick out and be all messed up. So when little four-year-old me would venture into the bathroom and steal those lip glosses and try to sort of sneakily put everything back. My mom always knew that I had been in her stash <laughs> because all the bristles would be worse for the wear. But ever since then, I've just been obsessed with lip products forever, and I can honestly say that I have quite the collection. And as far as staples go, red lipstick has always been one of those things that just makes me feel put together and gives me that extra little je ne sais quoi when I need to step into an important meeting or if I feel like just being a badass on stage, there's nothing like a staple lip and the most classic variety of that is of course the red lipstick. So as I was putting on my show makeup the other day and was kind of debating what look I was gonna go after, I started going through my stash of lipsticks and just thinking, why is it that we reach for a bold lip, or more specifically, a red lipstick, when we want to make a statement, or we want to feel a little bit extra confident walking into a room, or we want to turn some heads? Like, what is it about red lipstick that is so appealing, and why has it been such a classic look for generations and just never goes out of style? Well... <laughs> According to my research, there's a lot of reasons for this, and although it's considered a glamorous look today, it certainly wasn't always the case. Red lipstick has had a surprisingly tumultuous history, and while it has been known for deceiving men or undermining class divides, one thing has always remained true. Us women will do anything for the perfect scarlet pout even if it means potentially harming ourselves with dangerous chemicals and poisons. <laughs> Red lipstick that we know today was actually created thousands and thousands of years ago and was popularized in 2500 BC. The first documented lip tint was a red one, of course, and it was made from pulverized red rocks and white lead. Yikes. <laughs> In fact, many of the earliest red lipsticks were made out of things that could eventually kill you. In Cleopatra's day, both women and men would crush up semi-precious stones, with Cleopatra specifically crushing up beetles and ants in order to get the perfect shade of blood red. 
It wasn't until the 16th century that they finally decided to not use toxic chemicals anymore on their lips and rather switch to plant-based dyes, which in turn started to make red lipstick even more popular. So popular that actually Queen Elizabeth I, who was already known to love makeup, she would add rouge lips to her signature look in addition to caking her face with white powder. A lot of medieval Europeans actually thought that red lipstick could ward off death. In 1770, the British government actually passed a law that condemned lipstick on the basis that women found guilty of seducing men into matrimony by cosmetic could be tried for witchcraft. Like England, some American states also protected men from the, in quotes, trickery of lipstick by allowing a marriage to be annulled if the wife had used lip color during the couple's courtship. Scandalous. <laughs> For centuries, red lipstick was considered to be a flirtatious signal of seduction, a declaration of social status, as well as a show of wealth and an indication of confidence. One of my favorite red lipstick historical moments, though, has to be the suffragettes movement. And when I read this story, I knew that I had to do the podcast on this. In the early 20th century, red lipstick was synonymous with power and strength, specifically during the suffragettes movement. This was a movement which campaigned for votes for women. They believed in peaceful protest, and they wore red lipstick as part of their uniform. It was both a color that was feminine, but also daring and powerful, and it became a symbol of strength during a time when men were trying to strip away the rights of women. Red lipstick was seen as a way to intimidate men, and protesters decided to adopt this color as a sign of defiance. A name you might be familiar with, Miss Elizabeth Arden. She is a cosmetics brand founder, and at the time, she would actually pass out free tubes of bright red lipstick to the women along the Fifth Avenue Suffragette March Route in New York City, which I think is totally badass. And what these women would do is take the lipstick and apply it publicly with the idea of shocking men <laughs> and also declaring their independence. I'm just kind of obsessed with that whole visual of seeing women on the street having these beautiful tubes of red lipstick and applying it with their compact mirror as a symbol of freedom and of power. I just think that is such a cool story and so inspirational. And I gotta say... I'm super inspired to want to pull out my red lipsticks now. It tends to not be a color that I reach for in a sense because I'm such a play-up-the-eyes kind of gal, but these kinds of stories have definitely inspired me to be a little bit more daring, not only with my makeup, but just as a whole. And I think it's just so cool that red lipstick means so much more than just a bold look altogether in history, as you guys can see, it's been something that has symbolized so much more than that. From femininity to self-assurance to making a statement, it's a form of self-expression and I think it just also means business. And I think that is so cool as a female to sort of understand why this beautiful red bold color is so important and why we do associate those things almost naturally in a sense because I think red is a color that we associate automatically I think to confidence and love and passion and sexuality 
But I also think just knowing that this red lip color was something that people used in order to symbolize or showcase their strength. It makes me love makeup even more, honestly. And just, I think that's why I fell in love with makeup, honestly, when I was younger, because it was such a form of self-expression. I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to that wear makeup, because for me, Makeup is such an art form, and a lot of times people are like, oh my gosh, you're so obsessed with makeup, you have so much makeup, and you know, to each their own as far as like how much you like to apply or what your daily routine is, but for me, I've always had so much fun with makeup, and it's always been an outlet for me to just kind of have fun, and it also brings me a lot of confidence too, and it's also a way of showcasing who you are as a person. And for me, I just have so much fun with stage makeup and have so much fun with glitter or adding a really bold lip color. And like I said, I'm definitely going to be pulling out red lipstick more often and maybe giving my eyes a little break and playing up the lip a little bit more. I think summer is the perfect time to experiment with some fun, even just bright pink colors, some neon pink colors, or whatever you're feeling that day. I think it's fun to associate makeup to the feeling that you're trying to project or the look you're trying to give off. And I don't know, I get it. I really, really get why red lipstick is just that power move statement. And I don't think I ever really thought about it that way before, but if I think about when I'm trying to kind of show up to a meeting or a performance and feel like I've got my shit together, <laughs> a lot of times it's expressed through my clothing and how I dress up, but also through my makeup look. And oftentimes that is a bold look or a bold color on my lips or even a bold eye look altogether. Knowing a little bit of the history of red lipstick, I think that it totally makes sense why it's been around for as long as it has. Not only is it such a classic, beautiful, elegant look, but it symbolizes so much more than we even could have ever imagined. In the wise words of Audrey Hepburn, there's a shade of red for every woman, and I really believe this to be true, not only literally, but I think also figuratively, and whatever you're trying to project and give out into the world, I hope that you are inspired by today's episode to just kind of want to step outside the box and just be bold today. Be bold like a bright red lip. Now it's time for bottle service, which is the segment in the podcast where I feature the drink or cocktail of the week and four products that I've been loving. To be honest, I haven't really had any cocktails this week or really much wine or anything, so I'm going to give a shout out to my go-to coffee order lately. If I'm not in a fancy coffee shop in Nashville, I am hitting up Starbucks, which honestly, I really do prefer going to a local coffee shop because Nashville has honestly some of the best. My favorite coffee shop in Nashville is Americano, and when I go there, I always get an iced oat milk latte and add a little bit of stevia and just kind of stir it in. 
It is honestly the best coffee in town. I can't get enough of it. I even buy the bags of coffee from my espresso machine at home. But sometimes you just like when other people make it for you. I don't know what it is. It just, it tastes a little bit better. It's like treating yourself. So for the most part, I use my Breville Espresso Touch coffee maker with my Americano beans. But if I'm going out and I'm feeling fancy, I like to go to Americano and get my iced oat milk latte. It's such a treat. I figured since this week was Amazon Prime Day week, or I guess two days. I don't know why they call it Amazon Prime Day when it's two days, but neither here nor there. <laughs> I like to use Amazon Prime Day as a day to usually reorder things that I absolutely love, so I'm going to talk about a few of those things, and maybe next week I'll be able to review a couple of new things that I ordered because I don't want to share anything that I don't know for sure if I love it yet. You know what I'm saying? I want to give you guys the real lowdown. <laughs> One of my essentials that I always have on hand are my Ollie sleep gummies. You guys, I'm obsessed with these. They have a very low dose of melatonin and some other vitamins in them, but they're so great when you're feeling maybe a little bit anxious before bed or if your mind's just kind of running, which for me, I'm one of those people that processes the day before I go to sleep. So sometimes it's nice to just have some melatonin, have a couple of little gummies before bed, and within a half an hour, you will be sound asleep and you will stay asleep until the next morning. They're really great and they're all natural, so you don't have to worry about anything. And I'm just obsessed with these. So I stocked up on those. Another product that I made sure to stock up on was my pre-workout. And I've been using this stuff for several months now and it is absolutely amazing stuff. So if you're in the market for a new pre-workout, check out the Ascent pre-workout. And I get it in the raspberry lemonade flavor. You get 30 servings, but honestly, I think you could even stretch it if you wanted to, just depending on how tough your workout day might be. So this stuff usually gets me through about a month and a half. It comes in a bag, which is kind of different because a lot of times pre-workouts are usually in like a tall cylinder type container, but it's kind of nice that it comes in this sort of tiny little bag and doesn't take up too much room in your pantry because between the protein shake that I have and the collagen stuff that I use, like there's way too many giant cylinders in my pantry. <laughs> so this stuff is great. What I love about it is that I've done a lot of research on it and it has a lot of really good clean ingredients, some caffeine in it, because honestly, if I don't have some caffeine when I first wake up, I'm going to have a terrible headache the rest of the day. So it's kind of nice to not have to have a coffee before going to the gym. It just kind of makes me feel a little bit gross. So to have a little bit of caffeine in that pre-workout does make sure that my headache stays at bay. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Clearly I'm addicted to coffee and it just is what it is at this point. I'm not ashamed about it. <laughs> But definitely check out the Ascent brand. It's awesome. It's also sold at Whole Foods, and it's just a really great brand. I'm obsessed with it, and it helps with recovery as well. The third item that I got was a new Amazon Fire Stick, and I believe it was on sale for $16, which was such a steal. 
Unfortunately, my fire stick needed to be upgraded. It was slow AF. I have this fun little setup in my bedroom where I actually have a projector instead of a TV. And it's really cool because I have the perfect big blank white wall to do it. So I set up my little projector on a shelf above my bed and I just plug in my Amazon fire stick and I have access to all of the Netflix shows that I want, Hulu, whatever I'm in the mood for. It's awesome. And it kind of feels like I'm having a movie night every single night whenever I get into bed and cuddle up in my big comfy bed and comforter. And I get to watch one of my favorite shows or movies on the big screen. It's awesome. Highly recommend. <laughs> Last but not least, I decided to stock up on my favorite mascara, which is actually a super affordable mascara. Take it from me being the makeup junkie that I clearly am. I don't believe that mascaras need to be a million dollars. I don't remember the last time, honestly, that I purchased a mascara from Sephora. I think that there are a lot of really great affordable brands that literally do the same thing, and this is one of them. It is Essence Cosmetics, and I've used this brand for a long time now. I've tried a bunch of their mascaras, but one of my favorite ones is the green bottle, and it's called Essence Lash Princess, False Lash Effect Mascara. This stuff is really, really great. It's awesome to layer, and it's just really affordable, honestly. I mean, even not on Prime Day. On Prime Day, it was $3.99, <laughs> and regularly, it's like $4.74. Like I said, when it comes to mascaras, I don't think you have to break the bank. This stuff is awesome, and I've been using it for years. Well, that officially concludes this week's episode of She's on the List. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learning all about the beautiful, bold red lipstick and its amazing history. Be sure to leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to subscribe to our Instagram at She's on the List Pod. And if you feel like following me, your host, check me out at Live Charette on Instagram. On TikTok, I'm at Live Charette Official. If you're interested in any of the bottle service features that we talked about this week, be sure to check the podcast's show notes and you'll be able to get all of the direct links there. Thank you guys so much for hanging out and I hope you have a beautiful, safe weekend and see you next week. Bye, y'all. She's on the list.